If you know me and Lexi, you know that we are both quite the bookworms, and we've got something exciting to share with you all today. Have you ever found yourself overwhelmed by the endless options at the bookstore, unsure of what to pick up next? Well, we've discovered a game changer, Book of the Month. This isn't your run-of-the-mill book subscription. It's like having a book-loving friend handpick your next literary adventure each month. Trust me, their selections are always spot on. And this month, I can't wait to dive into Real Americans by Rachel Kong. What makes Book of the Month stand out? It's the simplicity. No more decision fatigue at the bookstore, just a curated selection of top-notch reads waiting to sweep you away. Lexi and I had a blast picking from a variety of genres, from pulse-pounding mysteries to heartwarming romances. But what truly won us over is their dedication to quality and fun. With just a handful of selections each month, they prioritize the joy of reading over endless options. Every book is a gem waiting to be discovered. So fellow book lovers, it's time to level up your reading game. Head over to bookofthemonth.com and use the code PEDALS to snag your first book for just $5. Trust us, your bookshelf will thank you. Let's talk about something that affects all of us ladies. Hormones. Because let's face it, when your hormones are out of whack, life can feel like a roller coaster. Well, say hello to Hormone Harmony, the ultimate solution for women of all ages seeking balance, crafted by Happy Mammoth. But what sets Hormone Harmony apart? Well, it's not just another supplement. Happy Mammoth, the company behind Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. Plus, Hormone Harmony contains science-backed adaptogens that help your body adapt to hormonal changes, ensuring you feel like yourself again. Hormone Harmony is an all-in-one hormonal balancing solution designed for women of all ages. So whether you're in your 20s dealing with PMS or in your 40s and beyond facing menopause, Hormone Harmony has got you covered. For a limited time, you can take 15% off your first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW for 15% off your order today. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old black girls working every day to be in flow, and we want you along this journey with us. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. We hope that you guys are doing well, feeling rested, rejuvenated. Y'all, we are almost out of Mercury being in retrograde. And I don't know about y'all, but this Mercury being in retrograde, I know I say this all the time, but this was a rough one. Okay, so let's just get into the pulse check. If you're new to the podcast, you um, will find to know that our pulse checks are just our time and space to see how we're doing emotionally, mentally, physically, all of the things. So let's just hop into it. So I'll kick us off. My pulse check this week is, you know, I'm feeling explorative. I'm feeling excited because I'm traveling to DC tomorrow. I have a couple of trips planned DC. And then when I come back, me and Lexi are going to New York. So I'm super excited about that. I think 
hopefully being in a new space will help me just like become more inspired and feel less lethargic for whatever reason, the energy in the air for me lately has been feeling super just like uh, relaxed and in a way lazy, I would say, which is fine because it's like we love resting, but I'm excited for these upcoming trips where I'll be able to hang out with my friends and do fun things in the city and hopefully meet some new people. So Lexi, how, how are you doing? What's your pulse check looking like these days? Yeah, I think the summer is like, I feel, it already feels like it's halfway done. Mm. It's like, where did May go? And then I feel like the rest of it's so booked and busy, but to be honest with the black girl flow community, oof, like, this shit has been hitting the fan in more ways than one. I think I can't be the only one that has just like so emotionally and mentally spent like the past month. And honestly, the first half of this year has been a lot of like zero to a hundred back to zero back to a hundred. Like there's a lot of things to make sense of. So I feel like to be a hundred percent with the black girl folk community, you know, it's been tough to make sense of it all. And, you know, I've really, I'm usually one who's like pretty logical and Mm -hmm. like can make sense of a lot of the things, but I think to be quite honest, a lot of it just is not meant to be made sense of. So just sitting with that and, you know, if anything, yeah, like the things that I have, like social wise, like I'm having to work hard to like prepare the energy for it. Because it's like, I think I'm like daunted at the idea of the summertime. Cause I'm like, wait, like, I don't even know if I want to be outside like that. Like, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. And, you know, that's just cause it's like, it's only been the first six months and I'm tired. Like I'm yeah. so tired. So I think I'm having to like be real about that and be like, okay, this isn't some like, oh, I just need a lazy weekend in. It's like, wait, like, let's really take an inventory of all that's happened this year And I think it's not just like the individual. I think there's just like collectively a lot going on. Mm. And it's just kind of one of those things that's like, okay, cool. Like, let's just sit with that for a hot second. Like, doesn't have to make sense of it. So, yeah, I think that's a really good point because we can diminish it to feeling lethargic or lazy. But in reality, the world does feel really heavy right now. And there are outside external factors that are all making us feel like, we want to stay inside. We don't, you know, we, we might feel a little isolated just because we don't know what is safe and what's not safe. And let's be honest here. Like me and you both have really like dug into the literature about this and your body keeps score of all this. And I feel like constantly it's like my body is reliving like the past two years at different time frames, like mm-hmm. you know, even around March's time, and it's like, or like that February March's time, it always gets like so eerie. Cause I'm like, yeah, like two years ago, the whole world shifted. Like, of course, your body's always gonna remember that time frame. Yeah. And I feel like we're going through another era of that. And you know, some people might understand it as like the complexities of mer- Mercury and retrograde. Some people might feel it in their bodies as that like physical trauma memory but like either way we're all trying to make sense of that in our own way and so in my mind I'm just like I'm here and I'm being and that's like the best thing that I can do right now and past that I just can't guarantee to people like what I'm bringing to the space but having to be really real about that that's really tough for me because I feel like I'm usually 
pretty level-headed, but mm-hmm. recently, like, whew, mama is tired mentally yeah. and physically. And Lexi has this saying, the cookie jar saying, please explain <laughs> to the people that have never heard of your cookie jar saying. I do. That's so funny you bring that up. That's like back when I was an undergrad, I was super mindful of like my energy throughout the days and like weeks. And I was like, you wake up every day and you have 10 cookies in your cookie jar. Once you spend your cookies, I'm away, like I'm done. And I was like, so sometimes you do something like go to work. That's like six of your cookies. And then you, you know, have your workout class after and that's three of your cookies. Well, that only leaves one cookie left. So whatever interactions I have that spins that cookie, I am all done with today. But then sometimes you have extra cookies that you might even be able to give other people in those times. But being mindful of your cookies and when your cookies are gone, you typically I would go home (laughs) for the day, but just being mindful of like that there are some things that we have to spend our energy on because of the responsibilities we have. And I think that's a really hard thing to find and step into as you would start adulting of like the responsibilities of like, wow, like I will forever have three cookies that go towards this thing now that leaves me with this many. What do I do with these ones to make sure? But yeah, that's my cookie jar. We have 10 cookies. How are you using your cookies for the day? Yeah, these days I feel like I've been waking up with like two cookies. And sometimes you wake up with two cookies. And so if you only have two cookies, you better be real wise with what you do with those cookies. Absolutely. And once they're gone, like it helps you articulate that like I really have nothing more to give right now besides my present. Right, exactly. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone in this feeling and sense. And I want the black girl flow community to always know that, you know, we're here to be a part of those conversations too. And even, even if they're hard to sit in the emotions of, but absolutely, but I am excited to go on some trips with you and see some of our friends, but let's get back to the topic. Cause I think with all of this complexities and you have really been, I think we've been really reflective. We've really brought in a lot of the content for Black Girl Flow to be a really introspective on wellness and aspects of like understanding our self-awareness because it's like, we can only set so many goals for self if we don't acknowledge where we're at. And me and you have had some really fun moments living together just because we've been able to observe each other in a different light. And something you've really been talking about is, you know, what we're really taking into the summer and your summer vibe and your summer, you know, intentions and things like that. And you've really been talking about wanting to have them of like stepping into your girly vibe and like definitely being in your feminine side. And we've had some really great, interesting conversations around that. And I think it's a perfect segue to bring into the Black Girl Flow community to talk about maybe not necessarily a hot girl summer, but like a girly girl summer or like, what is it to really step into your feminine essence and characteristics and what might, can we learn or glean for, glean from, you know, understanding our feminine energy and experience? Yeah, so there's been this trend, I would call it, on TikTok where people are talking about how to connect with your divine feminine energy. And I am not like that, that 
phrase isn't foreign to me, but lately I think I've been reflecting on how I can connect to my own feminine energy. When I reflect on like childhood, I was someone that wasn't really concerned with ever painting my nails or like having (laughs) a purse collection. I was very clumsy um, and a little awkward, I would say. And so as I've been growing into my full grown woman essence, there have been things that are coming up where I'm like, okay, in order for me to step into how I envision my future self, these are some things I need to take care of. Lie. So yes. Yeah. So y'all tell me why I am the friend that I think all my other friends know to have granny panties. I do not know why this is the case. (laughs) Why, you know, that is, has just been a personality trait of mine. I just like to be comfortable, you know, but I think one day I was just thinking about, you know, why don't I have any underwear that makes me feel sexy? That makes me feel empowered. Like is every single pair of underwear that I have granny panties, like, and when I say granny panties, I'm talking about the type that you probably only wear on your period. Like, you know how some women, like they just have that stash where you're like, like these are my period undies. Like, no, mine are consistently that bad all <laughs> the time. It's my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. And so, you know, I brought this up to Lexi and some of my other friends and they were like, yeah, girl, like get on top of it. And I think since that realization, there have just been other things where I'm like, okay, how can I connect with my feminine energy that doesn't necessarily always lead me back to buying things. Um, but more so just having space and time to listen to my intuition and to focus on receiving more than, um, giving so much. Cause I think in my experiences, even when it comes to love and relationships, sometimes I might be the one that is constantly trying to explain myself, explain why this person hurt me. Like, why don't you understand? But I think the main point in connecting with your divine feminine energy is, you know, letting people know maybe one time and then leaving it to the universe and just sitting as this like ethereal queen figure and letting the universe take care of it, knowing that you're, you know, like highly, highly valued. So that's been something that I've been looking into. And then also Lexi and I have been talking about this soft girl trend, which is kind of also, parallel to the divine feminine energy yeah connection yeah and that's the thing is like I think there's so many entry points in this conversation but people are definitely having it which I think is why we both were like wait okay you were talking a lot about like oh I want to be on my girly things and like all this and then we started seeing those trends and we were like wait how does all this play into itself because the soft girl trends are really talking about and, and, and we think, you know, we're speculating that this is also an evolution of the black luxury girls that are like, yes. I'm pushing against this narrative of the strong black woman. And I'm trying to keep my peace, have my rest, take my vacations and basically be unbothered for the summer. Yes. And like hashtag on my soft girl ish. Yes. And a part of that is also like, I'm on my healing journey. Like I'm doing these things for me, not for anybody else. Again, really pushing against the 
uh, black strong black woman trope and I think like we do this in our culture like we swing the pendulum from one side to the other like and yeah. I'm you know Liv and even our community knows like I'm such a find a happy medium like yes we cannot swing to either side and expect that we're going to arrive at our destination um so I love the idea of like great so we know how sometimes these tropes can be harmful to us and our capacity to step into our whole womanness and I think like a lot of them have some aspects of truth to it but then I think I'm like the irony to me is that like how can you talk about being on your soft girl and then being stepping in into your divine femininity when an aspect of feminine energy is this powerful force. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for people who aren't familiar with that idea, like just to give you all kind of like a generic understanding of this feminine and masculine energy is this basically the, the best way I can uh, describe it is almost like a yin and yang. Like it's, mm-hmm. you have two of, and they're, they can only exist with each other. Right. And so it's like, you have this idea of the masculine energy that has a set of characteristics and you have the set of feminine energy and it's supposed to be fluid. Like it's on a spectrum, you know, because I think Absolutely. what you're talking about is that like, you've actually lived into that masculine a little bit more, but that those feminine characteristics are like beautiful characteristics that I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I would love some of that. Like it's rooted a lot from this idea that like mother earth is like the birthplace of humanity. It's this force that, you know, brings life, but it's also this tenderness and there's this motherly um, nurturing that comes along. So I think that's like what we often are like, oh, it's that kind of girly, graceful, elegant kind of thing. But I'm like, but it's also a force to be reckoned with. So I think then- at least for me, when I start to see all that content, it's like, well, how does that make sense for me? Mm. You know, you got to take it back to be like, well, what parts of this do I want to see in my life? And I think you're doing that. And the part of that for me has really been like going back to all the layers of what we learn about ourselves. And we've talked a lot about this, about like our moms are often like a huge factor absolutely, into how we show up. And I often get characterized by my friends as like the motherly nurturing one. Yeah. And I ain't got no kids. So like, you know, how I even end up in that or how I live into those characteristics, like I'm always interrogating too, because, you know, you're just now coming into painting your nails. And I have always, since I was little, like been obsessed with painting my nails, wasn't allowed to paint my fingernails, but would paint my toes, like all types of things. I still love to do it. And it's like, how can I understand my womanness and my femininity in your experience and my mother's experience, and then also understand where I like I want it to be. Right. It's an interesting um, point of reflection. I think when you reflect on like your mother's influence on how you showed up as a kid, and then as you showed up now, I think my mom has always been someone that's like, I want to be comfortable. So she'd go out and, you know, sweatpants, yoga pants. Sometimes, you know, we'd just be looking crusty. My dad's one requirement was like, you need to wash your face before you go outside. So you don't have <laughs> eye boogies in your eyes. And so there wasn't really an a, a strong emphasis on presentation. Mm-hmm. It was just like, as long as you're not going outside, you know, like looking 
super duper like raggedy. Uncut. Yeah, uncut. Then like you can go outside where I have friends where if their nail polish is chipped, like let's say on their toes or whatever, like they'll feel the need to put nail polish on top because of their appearance. So there is this interesting medium that I see in my own upbringing where it's like my mom didn't ever emphasize too much like you know how how I'm supposed to look physically um where I know again there are parents out there that are like you know you can't leave the house without a pair of earrings on because Mm -hmm. it's the opposite end of the spectrum and like you have to appear this way Mm -hmm. um and so now as I'm older it sometimes does feel like I'm a little behind on figuring out like how I'm supposed to show up as a woman, but I'm also giving myself grace of like, okay, we all have masculine and feminine energy. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. We all create these own, we all create these uh, societal standards that women have to live up to. Um, It's okay to go against that. What's more important is how you are connecting with your like inner spirit in a way like I was recently like scrolling on TikTok and one of my friends had posted that she hates it when she sees women online and they're like they apologize for how they look before they start talking you know like when you just show up um looking Uh, raggedy raggedy. yeah when you when you show up looking well not even necessarily raggedy but like you show up in the morning um, in your pajamas still, like you didn't do anything to your face or anything. And you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I look this way, like apologizing. And it's, you know, as, as women, we should be free to like, look, however we want. You don't really see men apologizing for the way that they show up crusty and all. Yeah. Um, and so it's all about these stigmatizing, like these narratives of what women should look like, but also having an idea of like, how you do want to show up in the world Mm -hmm. and so for those that are out there and they're like dang like you know I've grown up as feeling like a tom yeah a tomboy tom girl whatever the case is and I feel like I'm behind like like girl or a person like we're all in the same boat you know like it doesn't really hinder your success like you can start with buying new underwear, like how I am and take it slow and figure out the different things that you need. I think I'm learning a lot just from watching Lexi, um, handle some of like her belongings. Um, and, and the way that she shows up and her grown womanist, (laughs) yes, how she takes care of her toys. And, um, luckily I have like other people in my community, other fantastic women that I can like turn to and um look to but and I think you know I always appreciate these conversations because I think too for me in a relationship it's really important to be asking myself and checking in with myself like the aspects of womanhood that I want to continue to embody in because it's like you know it's already hard enough to just show up you know just like even in my pulse check like there are times when just being and showing up, we feel like we have to apologize and be all these ways, but it's like the better we can articulate and understand how we're showing up and how our way of being is, then we can also better connect with each other. And that's something that I'm really striving for in my relationships and just 
in the world in general of like yeah. I also like we know and this will be a, a, a upcoming series of like how black men and black women are being but I'm like if I can better understand my relationship to feminine energy and the type of woman I want to be and am then hopefully maybe that gives me opportunity to better understand masculine energy and men and things like that so I really hope that I could I'm, I think people can relate to any part of this conversation because it really is an opportunity for us to be self-reflective and really think about like where do we want to be in the future and like is it as little as like wait let me see how I feel when I paint my nails and like just going from there or just asking myself like what type of characteristics from the feminine energy do I want to embody this week and how am I going to do that and things like that so I'm excited to hear how the black girl flow community relates to their feminine energy this summer and maybe tosses out the hot girl summer and just goes with I'm just being (laughs) yeah yeah most importantly don't watch these trends and think oh my gosh because they're in their soft girl moment are they're in their black girl luxury moment I have to go out there and buy an array of different things to connect with you know, book energy, right? Like, like do that because you genuinely want to, when you have a desire to, rather than feeling like, oh, I need to connect with my divine feminine energy. Let me go spend $400 on perfumes that this woman told me that I should buy because that's what attracts men. Like I think in my own, (laughs) I think in my own experience, um, especially when I was younger, if a guy told me that like, he liked when I, you know, had acrylic nails, for instance, then I'd be like, okay, like time for me to go get acrylic nails, which is, I, yeah, this is, this is a true story. Free. That girl is free now. Thank (laughs) you. That girl has been freed from the shackles of male validation. Um, but yeah, there are just times when I reflect on my own experience and relationships and I'm like, okay, you know, I was a little lost then and now I'm found and now I have my own metric for how to connect with both sides of the coin and um, we can really just leave it at that like feminine energy doesn't have to look the same on every single person I literally can't stand the color pink like I'm never gonna wear it most likely I mean if you see me in pink then just know there was an occasion but that's just not something so it's not like it has to look this way is all that I have to say so um on that note be free birdies be free on that note be free y'all and please let us know how y'all are going to be um you know out here this summer yeah and take care of yourself and hug somebody that you care about and send that text message saying thinking about you sending love not to your ex though (laughs) let's just get through this retrograde y'all let's get through the retrograde just thinking about right, that wraps up our episode this week don't forget to go check out black girl flow podcast on social media and even check out our new youtube channel to continue the conversation there We really appreciate if y'all could rate and subscribe our channel. And with that said, see you all next time. Rest well, folks.